Hello and welcome back to a personal code of conduct. My name is Daya. There's probably a church in the background, but I made sure to like record like enough what's the word? Um quiet space. So I'll probably be able to remove the noise. I don't think that'll work. Now I'm recording this rather late because um I don't have anything to talk about. But as usual, my Zyangzia podcast is the my Zyangzia episode is very popular. Fuck, I hate that church. This might unfortunately turn into an anti-religion rant because fucking hate that church. I literally went to last step our website to be like, why? And they do like midnight sex services and whatever. And I'm just like, it reminds me of the emptiness of our nation. And you realize that, okay, this is why people are praying. People are praying because they fear that their lives will be ruined. They fear that everything that they've ever worked hard for is going to disappear. They fear that they fear that they will never the happiness will never be their portion and all that rubbish and i'm just like ah fuck because i know that even though i don't have anything to say i I definitely did not plan finance really just rants but like it reminds me of faith and i i don't know i just i wouldn't say i detest faith what the actual topic i actually ended up scheduling even though there's a screaming church behind me is like i don't know naive cynicism i don't even know what those mean because i was looking at the entirety of what is not like being naive i literally went how i started this okay let's just go back to how i started this i was reading fan fiction i was reading questionable fan fiction and it was so annoying i know like i don't read snow um, slow burn because i don't respect people who like like it was my dis Ghost for this character's behavior, the, the misunderstandings and the general behavior that made me just sit down and be like, okay, I think I have something to talk about today. I have something to question about life. I have something to say that I find very disgusting and annoying, other than this fucking church that have. I don't know now. Is it only you people that are going to heaven? Okay, no, it's not. See, Dio is agnostic like, right now. <laughs> but faith holds people in a third world country that is going apart. Anyways, I was talking about oh, fuck this church. Okay, this is going to be an entire conversation of me fucking hating on this church while trying to talk about something. Um, talk talk about something that made sense. This is me. Oh fuck. Oh god. It's no one. You literally have nothing to say. I'm not going to say edit this because like announcement. This place is trash. <laughs> So let's go on to Cura and my poor excuse for things I had Google because I'm like, I have to remind myself that I'm supposed to do stuff today. Okay, what ha- where have I been in my life? My life is, I, I think I'm getting to the good points. Like, I feel like next year and at least the coming next three years is going to be a fucking highlight, highlight of my life. It's going to be fun and amazing. So let's go to this Cura. Um, Naivete. I think I'm going to call this podcast Naivete and Tennis versus Cynicism. Naivete. Naivete versus Cynicism. Yeah, probably going to call it that. And it's lack of experience, wisdom, or judgment, which is something I think I'm deathly afraid of. So let's go to Cora and look at and what is cynicism? What is a cynic? Not I'm not talking about cynicism in terms of the philosophy. Okay, maybe I will look at it in terms of the philosophy and um, naivety. I wonder is there a philosophy called naivety? Naivete? Me? Good day. Oh fuck. Um, cynicism versus nice naivety. I'm going to look at why I have a problem with naivety. I know it was an entire fan fiction that caused this entire rant on my detest for naiveness and also pointing at myself and my fear of my own naivety or my own naiveness and my and um what else a fear of 
a fear of becoming too much of a cynic like i'm afraid of being naive and so afraid that i'm too afraid of being naive that i will become a cynic so there's that so let me go back to finding more things uh cynicism like in contemporary terms because like cynics as a cynics as the philosophy like the ancient greek philosophy in the same time of nihilism and whatever is something that focuses more on virtue and focusing on living simple and happy and that kind of situation that's not what what we're talking about we're talking about cynicism in the contemporary form in which an, an individual is um is distrust by prudence while due to a sense of defeatism pessimism is the distrust of potential success now this is one thing that that like being naive versus being a cynic in the modern terms when somebody i'm the entire the beginning of this character was the character in the fan fiction was somebody sheltered somebody who like was allowed to think things were right and good someone that was allowed to think things were just things were good things were amazing and even when they had grown onto themselves and understood what the world was, people insisted on treating them like ch- a child, insisted on protecting their innocence. And things, I feel naive is stupidity, whereas innocence is not. The person was still innocent, the person was still interested in justice, but they were not stupid enough the way in their youth to believe that every single person wanted the best for them, or every single person wanted growth and success and justice for them. But they were innocent enough to want to do that for people that they came across, to want to give people the benefit of the doubt. And I think that is where I want to be. I want to continue to want to give people the benefit of the doubt while not deluding myself or lying to myself that they are good people, that they are this. Like I want to have these like protections, but doesn't mean that I'm I will ever get to the point that where I consider inflicting pain on several people. So we'll be looking at Curious look on um naivety, like different people's viewpoints, which is going to be much easier. Somebody was like, um God's girl, I took two years of college and said this since I was 12 year old loser. Um okay, she said being naive is not the same as innocence. It is not the same as living by faith. It is the same as being sheltered and ignorant. You could have a PhD and still be naive. It means that you live by your own mind and think you are right about everything. That is one thing I also realized that naive people are not necessarily good people in quotes. Naive people are not necessarily individuals that think that, oh, the world is good and right. Naive people are most likely people who think that their the world their, their world is the world which in that kind of situation you find an individual who is malicious and cruel and horrible because they think the world we often mistake naivety for innocence but the thing is that evil can be naive if somebody can genuinely think that they are the epitome of goodness that their way is right i think i think a lot of racist or any racist ideology coming from whatever race is guilty of this like if you can genuinely believe that you are what is right and what is good with your world then you you perform incredible acts of evil while being very able to sleep at night and this is without even being a sociopath or being a psychopath like uh, based on my limited um, knowledge sociopath you be okay maybe you become a sociopath due to your naivety because you told yourself this is right because the people that you're torturing the people that you're making suffer are not in quotes deserving of the grace that you're granting onto them which is something that i'm just like fuck you you crazy person but like some individuals are just like that see me putting my mouth on the mic (laughs) so then i like what she's saying 
Now, if someone doesn't meet your standard, you make assumptions about them. This is one sort of being naive. This kind of often works to that person's advantage because that person is in control. Now, I think it's a situation of who has more power. If somebody, like... The, like if it's a a situation where the individual has more power than you like i remember this conversation i'm very sure i've mentioned it in this podcast fuck this church i i I don't think it's even entry but we keep my inflections and constant fucking screaming about this fucking church it's already like five o'clock like jesus christy like keep quiet like let the noise stay within your church enough about them so i was talking about um (laughs) see me trying to be calm after saying fuck you to the people of god um so this entire thing was if you're in a situation where you're above the person that you're being naive towards is above you in power you'll be at their mercy in a situation like for example i was talking about i remember i brought up this situation i'm certainly sure i brought up the situation when i wanted to bring this like i was in a very cynic like period of my life i don't know i think i was like 16 or 17 very very like sad and depressed about the state of the nation and while trying to present an optimistic front but like in a situation where somebody was very optimistic as something outside my country i would i would try to like throw it off or, or find a way to remove that optimism um this individual was very naive about i think the country was finland for some reason they had developed an obsession that because they were talking about somebody who had traveled now this is a situation like now normally we're having this conversation in which like i'm nigerian in which like nigerians are the scammers in quotes like they're the ones taking advantage of like boring ass lonely people who like are just lost and need somebody to be there for them somebody who appears interested in them and drops their entire life saving to a stranger off the internet but in this case the, the malicious i wouldn't know if this person was just lucky like i wouldn't know if this person was just lucky in the sense that two naive people met each other maybe or the the um the person interested in taking advantage was on the european side this time around so the, he was talking about his individual friend about an older european lady that promised to take care of him and he was just he wasn't even a city boy so the chances of him being a yahoo boy are quite low and for some reason i don't even know how they managed the visa and whatever whatever the dude moves to be the sugar baby of this random older European lady. And I was like, she's old, she's weird, and she's but he and all this call center boy wanted to talk about was how his friend was so lucky that somebody was so nice to him and somebody wanted to take care of him. He had had this like pretty picture of a human being. I was like, no this individual was lonely you wanted somebody because you were lonely and because you did not have the courage to speak to somebody within your societal income you went to i think this is um what do you call it is leading to my lack of sympathy even though i do have sympathy with your concept of lonely people because when you are lonely and you're frustrated and you're scared and you're scared of the people around you it is normal to seek for hope elsewhere and it's and internet is a is a place where individuals take advantage of that little hope that you had that little piece of joy that little piece of happiness that you had they just take advantage of it and suck you dry of everything that you've ever worked for everything that you've ever hoped for but in but in the end you still had purposes you still had selfish reasons and things I remember having this conversation with somebody I know I've mentioned it like several times where the individual kept on saying that everybody's selfish like the thing is when you take on another person's emotion as your own like 
you might not necessarily this person might not necessarily be a bad person but you're just not important to them and that's unfortunate especially if you've held them high in your heart and that is fine that is completely fine but which is another thing that this fan fiction taught me like i'm not see no matter how high somebody is in my heart i'm not about to let myself suffer i know it sounds like a situation where i'm just there like oh, okay like whatever like oh, okay i probably never do this but i found myself being able to do that like yes i was in pain for a couple of weeks but i was like able to just be like no i don't want to feel like this feeling like this is weird and i don't want to and i made a conscious decision to let go it was difficult but i did which is something that a lot of people like have struggle with learning because you've already put so much hope so much belief in an individual something they did not ask for even in the case of malicious evil people you are the one that wrapped it around your head that they were fantastic they were this one but that's not victim blame blame because you cannot understand how individuals are you're not in their head you're not in their mind you're not you're not their mind reader you're not their hopeful person you're not you're not the, the answer you're not you can't look into their soul so if somebody has malicious intentions, is even though it's important that you want to protect yourself, to be honest, an ideal world is should be in a situation where everybody can express their emotions freely and honestly, and people can sit down to it. But that is unfortunately not the world we see. I remember being frustrated throughout the entire novel. Where like I hate, I'm never going to fucking read slow burn again. Like the moment I see that slow burn tag, I'm not reading shit, cause like this thing really got me annoyed. Like. But I asked myself, I kept on, I keep on, I remember having, mentioning this thing on this podcast and saying that, oh, okay, if I ever come to the situation where I feel like financially stable enough to be in a relationship or I see myself with a proper game plan of, yeah, like, of a career plan and I'm just like, oh, I want to cook somebody with me. Like, there are a lot of conversations to be had because I'm still not, there's still a lot of things I need to, a conversation I need to have with myself. Like, okay. Am I going to have children? And if I do, would there be many? What is my plan for their future? Have I been able to stabilize my fears? Because you have, you need to have those answers set in your mind before you go and look for another complete human being with those answers set in their mind. All the situation, because I think I've answered this question to somebody in the end, where the individual was like, oh, okay, people just don't think about it. I think because people don't think about it, it's especially cruel. And that is not... I'd, I'd, I'd say that I am very anti-naiveness or naivete or however they want to pronounce it, but I refuse to become a cynic. Okay, the thing is, I'm a cynic who wants to give people the benefit of the doubt. No, no, I don't want to give, I know the thing is, I don't want to give them the benefit of the doubt, but I want to treat people with respect. I want to give people a chance. Okay, it's, the thing is, I don't, the, I know a chance to sound like the benefit of the doubt, but if you think about it, even though you expect somebody to have um, a, what do you call it, a motive, that motive may not necessarily hurt you. That motive might even be in your favor. That motive might be something that can help you. That motive can be some, might be something that might, might be something that is amazing. That if somebody's motive towards moving towards you is to engage in sexual activities with you, if you want to engage in sexual activities with that person, then it's, it's a positive motive. You move on with the person. Now, if the person you do not want to, I think it's very important that you are clear. But if you are unable to understand social cues, which is something that is very scary to me. Like when I kept on reading it and I was like, why are you people not understanding social cues? Why are you people not like being annoying? But the thing is that I don't, I think in strength that 
random fanfiction I read this afternoon strengthened my resolve to not wait for social cues and to say what I think. I keep saying that, like, I, it's be hypocritical for me to be frustrated with um, characters in novels because when there are things that I want to say, I fear that it is too malicious. I fear that it is not. I just find myself cutting off in that kind of situation. But like, I, I haven't been in any high emotional high stakes situation that has stressed me in any shape, form, or dramatical entity or had that has ever existed. I haven't found myself in that kind of situation. But I have thought to myself, this is probably just going to be 30 minutes, <laughs> I'm, and I'm not doing much of a detail today, that everything will be fine. Okay, I haven't actually thought everything to be fine. That I have this hubris quality to myself. Dio was born in a middle-class home in a third-world country. Dio has been able to find stability. Dio has been lucky to finally start her career in somewhere that is most likely will grow and expand. Dio has been lucky to find herself with a skill that is in global demand and is hoping to push for knowledge and acknowledgement in those skill areas. I'm going to find myself as somebody who's going to be strong, who's going to be intellectual, who's going to be fine, and who's going to be comfortable. I'm going to not make enough money to travel the world. I'm going to make enough money. And not only, I do not want to be alone. I'm going to find myself settled. And if I have any friends, or if I have any individual that I have chosen, that's the key thing. I... I don't know, I'm currently in a period where I've decided to choose people. And some people already know that they're definitely on my list, even though I know that, I and I know, I remember I recently had like an opportunity to hang out with a friend like that I hadn't been to. And being around her and being around her family gave me the confidence that I was chosen to. <laughs> because like I said in a previous podcast, I tend to attract people that are times 10, more dramatic and creepier and um alone like more lonership more into their own head than me so i find myself having to be the more extroverted one be the more um be the more like trying to push them out and bring them out there and i don't and maybe i do like it because but then again i'm also the more dramatic and anxious one <laughs> in our relationships generally but like being around her family just was like yes this person chose me <laughs> I, there's no anxiety of me being a tier two friend and i know i mentioned it a lot like accepting like you are tier two and for some people i'm willing to try to be tier one like friendship like i want to be a tier one friend so this is going back to i'm at a point where i'm like within a few years as soon as possible i'm going to find stability like i've gotten to a point that i feel incredibly guilty for um, what's the word for just relaxing when I'm like I have so much free time I should be hustling to gain my future or whatever rubbish and nonsense that I have a plan for I should have a plan for and I think it will be fine it has to be fine everything has to be fine it has to be perfect and fine and effective but that's like that's by the way I know I'm still on one core stuff being naive and not being in control just trusting others blindly is extremely dangerous i've covered this you can be trapped for life never learning or understanding people's intentions you can grow into a wrong understanding of your own self you won't win if you super if your stupor of naiveness begins to wear off yes because when somebody is very very naive which is something i like to say um 
there's something I'm particularly very afraid of. I think I've mentioned it to several people. I have said that um, this is a key phrase, a key turning point in my life. I have never suffered. I have been in a third world country, but I have never struggled. I have always had a balanced diet. I have always gone to good schools. I have always been exposed to as much as my parents could possibly expose me in a third world country. I, I have had as opportunities as soon as they were financially available in a third world country to my parents and even then i have had a healthy safe and happy childhood i have had the opportunity to and i was i had the opportunity to not develop horrible habits for the most part like i'm very set i'm very glad i went to an only girl school to in my formative teen years because with the way i was going through in 12 and 13 i wanted so much to be special and at a certain point you like especially when you're 12 at that point you understand that being male is the ideal being male is considered cool and i know that i would have become a pick me girl if i had stayed in the mixed school because there are so few girls in my science class so few girls in my math class and i i was just setting that oh okay like oh it's just like, oh, I'm the special and different. But when I went to an only girl school, the engineering class was one of the largest classes. The medicine class was huge. I knew that we were, I wasn't weird at all. I wasn't weird or special, which is amazing because you understand that. But I, which is, but not everybody has that. Not everybody is in a, like find themselves luckily dropped in a situation where misgivings that they had about their gender just is gone like misgivings about like the respect for their gender or how a a healthy woman is supposed to behave and i just realized that it was i was i'm very glad my my only girl experienced that i was able to and then i'm glad my earlier like pre um um what do you call it pre-puberty like existence was in a mixed gender school so i knew like these were just weird children like me and I'm glad that I was able to be in a situation where everybody, like people show the full spectrum of their personality. Like people were, people were awesome and people were people because you tend to realize that in a situation where there's no stakes, like in the workplace, women behave exactly like men. There's no difference in behavior and structure. Like the only difference is just the outputs. But in like situations like school and just casual settings where you don't have an obligation to perform, like like in school you do have an obligation to perform, but you don't have an obligation to have a, a leveler. People tend to have present themselves as a stereotype of a gender, and the thing is that that is way more than they are. Like what they go and do, and the thing is popular things are not necessarily bad. And I know is this entire topic of this stuff is naivety versus cynicism, but this is me trying to find a certain glance. I'm afraid that the safety net I've always had is going to cause me to have a mental breakdown the, the first time I experience suffering. I have experienced like sadness and quitting of the job, but suffering like and lack of food and hunger and coldness when you live in a third world country you see these things you see malnourished children you see men who are disturbingly shaped like children with like strong masculine faces and they don't have dwarfism because the scars of malnourished men follow them to their adult years you see all that and you fear you fear it from the bottom of your soul from the depths of your heart that if one day your very fragile country will collapse 
and <laughs> and you'll be one of them and you'll not be able to handle it and you will shatter and you'll be ashamed of yourself because they are human beings who haven't shattered and that was their day-to-day life but then again that's fine that is my, my fear of my own naivety but then again i'm currently in a generally cynic mood but the thing is i do not have the answer cynicism without the answer is just like pure misery rather a naivism um naivety me day day and naivety without the answers is you just continue to delude yourself in your own perfect special world <laughs> naive people people use being naive as a cloak of protection i think i've said that they believe all lawyers courts and justice system will be on their li- on their side they think that most authority figures are reasonable and good and this is one thing when you are in the position of power if you choose to be naive you do not respect people's sufferings other than your own you do not respect people's experiences other than your own because you have chosen to believe that if all these people are kind and perfect and amazing to me then they must be to everybody else and if these systems do not work for these people then they the day the people that it is failing must be the problem you refuse to see the complexity in other human beings because you are not complex yourself <sighs> adulting <laughs> i don't know it's like i don't know uh, 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 uh. Well, I am. Oh, okay <laughs> Being naive, lack of experience, wisdom, or judgment. Naivety is the state of being naive that, that is to say, having on showing no lack of experience, showing a lack of experience, understanding, or sophistication, often in a context where one neglects to look at or compare the hard evidence and facts in favor of being gullible or over trusting. Of moral idealism in everyone and everything. Something sometimes being too innocent, although the difference between innocent and naive is that innocence is free from guilt, sin, or immorality, while naive is lacking in worldly experience, wisdom, and in practical application. Hmm, what does this say? What does this say? What does this say? I want to be free from guilt, but I do not want to delude myself into thinking that the world is my oyster. <laughs> okay, I don't know, is that the correct term? But I also don't want to live in absolute fear and distrust of others. I don't want to break down every single day and think, oh, fuck, this is horrible. I want to understand. Like, that's the reason why stoicism is still a foundation of optimistic nihilism and Ubuntu. I need to still read more, more books on that subject matter. I want to understand that there are things I cannot control. My life may end in an instant. But I must live a life I consider worth living. I must live a life that I respect, that I respect myself, I respect the individuals who give me that life. I don't know. <laughs> the thing is, there's one thing that scares me more than death is the lack of existence. Maybe I'd probably be entertaining the concept of like eternal damnation that to not exist. Because as a human being, I think I'm just too special too amazing too fucking precious to just not exist and i think accepting the fact that you're mediocre and there are seven billion of people who are special that is why religion holds true that is why this fucking church keeps shouting fire and i'm praising their lord in the sky because we are fucking special we are aware 
and we can communicate with each other. No, the things I don't know if another the things we know that we are real, we know that we are true, we know that we are here, and we know that the people that we've chosen or we've chosen to believe that they are also here. Remember the things that we chose them. Same way these people choose their pastors, they choose that their pastor will lead them, they choose to believe that he has the anointing. <laughs> but here you choose people it's just you and the people that you chose that you believe exist if you did not choose somebody you do not care for their happiness but i want to be aware of people's existence people's realness but not kill myself over their failures and their lack of existence because no the thing is that i'm not killing myself over the fact that the world is failing that children are more nourished that is what is killing me the fact that i'm not killing myself the fact that it doesn't bother me the fact that i can look at it feel gut-rending pain and anger then don't remember when i'm reading fucking hentai or questionable or whatever questionable manga or or like whatever video game i'm playing or whatever candy crush level i'm in all that anger and and disappointment i felt just fucking disappears <laughs> and that is what is making me ashamed the fact that i have my own little world that is perfect and safe and keeps me safe from all these crazies for now and, and the fear that irrational fear that my world is going to pop and i will be exposed to the fucking crazies the thing is as much as we say that our country is collapsing and things are getting harder people of my economic level and above we know that we'll be fine so far that the poor do not revolt and murder us all we'll be fine we look at starvation and some people just choose to see them as less than human and it's so fucking annoying because even the most cynical people can be naive in their refusal in their refusal to see another person as human i don't even know if i'm using the words correctly but like it boils me with rage even though the rage is easily forgotten when i see somebody dismissing a young northern teenager just because he, he cannot read or he cannot speak english or just dismissing somebody who is not like you whether it's appearance or whatever this is why i don't think racism would anger me because Racism is the same as, it's just a form of tribalism. You just want to delude yourself that if everything is perfect in my world, if my way is right and everybody who is not my way is wrong and evil. So yeah, it has been a personal code of conduct. I have managed to drone up to 30 minutes because like I didn't have anything to say. What am I going to call this episode? Naivety and cynicism. I think I'm going to put an Iron Maiden song. This is the perfect, like song to have like as the end card of this it has been a personal code of conduct and if you listen to my zangzia podcast um would you listen to like more stuff like like my philosophy boring ass stuff or should i just get um what's the word or should i just get a uh what's the fucking word or should i just start a zangzia podcast with timmy like we are well okay i wouldn't say we are well read but like it's encouraged me to read more and like on my commutes back from work because i'm always so fucking dead tired i need to start taking bikes <laughs> so that i can beat traffic even though they make me feel like i'm going to die i need to start taking bikes and i need video games no i don't need video games i need to achieve something i need to draw i need to fucking learn darks but whatever it, it, like i said before it has been a personal code of conduct expect an iron maiden song and if you think i should start a zhengzia podcast with timmy please send an anchor voice message bye